hey, I hope you are well. That didn't sound like I was being sincere. I'm sorry. You're not. You are not right in front of me, so it's hard to say. I hope you are well. But I hope there we go. Now, now I'm now I'm in the zone. I hope you are well. I want to share with you this clip I did. Not not a clip. I want to share with you a clip of a show I did right before quarantine. This was. I think I did this on a on the Wednesday before I came back to New York. So the, this is the beginning of. I can tell you the exact date. Actually, it doesn't. I don't know if it'll be interesting to you, but it was. Re, it was really. I think it was, uh, uh, I think it was two, I think it was the 12th or the 11th, because I came back to New York on the, I think I ended up coming back that 13th, so yeah, it was the 11th, did this show, people were out in New York, I remember, I think I had four shows that night, and I was like, oh, I love running around New York, and this show was not a stand-up show, it was tap dancing, just kidding, could you imagine if I did a tap dancing show? Please believe I would be telling everybody about it all day, every day. There'd be 700 new episodes titled, Did I Tell You About the Time I Tap Danced? You'd be like, yeah, you did. You mentioned it. I did a show. It was a storytelling show, and the theme was sex ed. So the girl basically wanted um, us to talk about our sexual education, storytelling. She didn't give us any parameters, just Tell us about your sex ed. The setup was really cool. And I remember going in and there there was, on a corona note, there was hand sanitizer everywhere. And people were weary. This is this is when people in New York were kind of weary. And I remember going to comedy clubs afterwards and, and me being like, why are all these people out? And then me thinking, why am I out? What am I doing? And I spritz, you'll hear me, I spritz the microphone with some sanitizer right before I go on. Which was a joke, but also, in retrospect, not really. Could have been the spritz that saved me. So, I wanted to share this with you. It's ridiculous. It, none of this was planned out. It was just me having having fun with an audience. Also, the girl said she was going to pay me $25 for the set. Never ended up paying me. That's a pet peeve. If so, someone says they're going to pay, then they don't pay. It's like, just say it's a, you're doing it for free for the experience. Now, I only mention that um, for no reason other than I. it just popped into my mind. But the truth is, when you're running around New York... You get paid usually during a weekday like $25 a spot. You're just doing it for the transportation to get over there because you're getting the experience and then you make your real money on weekends, Thursdays through Sundays um, or doing private shows or colleges. But in New York, the pay scale because just the supply and demand of it, you're running around. But but you you the 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 um, performance opportunities are invaluable. So it's really just for the transportation over there. Anyway, I digressed from what's important, which is sharing this with you. This is me at a show about sex education. Here it is. We'll get to that right after a word from our sponsor. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. All right. I appreciate that. All right. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for laughing at that. Not a joke. All right. How you guys doing? You guys feeling good? Great. Um, okay. So I'm going to tell you guys, uh, I'm excited to not do, I'm a comedian, so I normally do comedy, but I'm going to um, tell you guys my, my sex ed history. Okay. 
<laughs> I wanted to set that up because I didn't want you guys to be like, gosh, she's got a really dirty stand-up set with not a lot of punchlines. But, so I, I felt self-conscious, but I'm really excited to like do something a little different. Um, maybe I'll do like a joke at the end or something. <laughs> and I won't be a dickbag about it. I won't like wiggle it in like I just, just thought of it. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> Okay, so this is a sex ed history. Okay, so when I first, uh, I, I, I have from a very young age, I remember being like very like curious about sex. And when my parents separated, my I, I lived with my dad, and he lives in a geodesic dome, and his office was on the top floor, and he had a computer. And uh, I started wanting to look up porn. And how this came about was, and I was probably in like I'd say about like eighth grade. How it came about was, I went to WhiteHouse.com. And that was a porn site. So all the kids at school, yeah, all the kids at school were like, oh my god, if we go to White House, I mean, they go to whitehouse.com for a, like a school thing. And then everyone's like, it's whitehouse.org, not whitehouse.com. And I was like, why? And they're like, because they're fucking on whitehouse.com. And I was like, ah! <laughs> And then I remember being so scared because they're like, you have to be 18 or you can get arrested. And then I picture, I remember going out, like, oh, oh my god, the cops are going to show up my house. They live in rural Maine. They're going to come down the long driveway. My dad's going to be upset. And I thought all these scenarios through, and I was like, and I'm still going to click. <laughs> and I remember that was the first time I ever saw, like, come. Because there was, like, it was this, like, thing. There was, like, tits, and there was a, a penis, like, coming, like, really, like, <laughs> And I didn't know I was gay at that point. And as a side note, I do like watching straight porn because I like to self-actualize as the guy. So I watched straight porn. But in this instance, it was jarring. So I was like, whoa. And I remember, I swear to God, after seeing it come in that, that visual, I couldn't eat um, cream cheese for like two months. <laughs> My dad was like, do you want butter in your bagel, cream cheese? Or I'm like, butter! <laughs> so young that I would be looking at it and seeing the come and being like, God. <laughs> so then I started being like, like looking up porn. I remember trying. I was, I'm really dyslexic, and I had a hard time spelling the word stories. So I'd always go ask my mom or dad. I'd be like, "Hey, you know, for school I have to read these stories about something that we're studying, and I, I know how to spell the rest of it, but how do I spell stories again?" And then they would tell me, and then I go, "Thanks." And then I run up a Google sex stories. And I would just read all kind, you know. I, I would just, that's why I started looking at porn. I remember really being pretty fucking open minded about it. Like, I mean, I remember seeing porn with, like, and I wasn't into bestiality stuff at all, but I remember, you know, being like, huh. <laughs> People are complicated. That was how I took it. I was like, because there's a market for it for it to pop up. And it, it, it used to really pop up. There was a while, and if you're a real porn head, you know there was a while where there's women and dogs and women and horses was really circulating. Yeah, yeah. Two people just look down. I see you. I see you. I don't know about that. And then at some point in it, I started going on like age, sex, location, like the chat rooms. And lying. So that was, I would sex. I would like, I would lie and I would say I was a guy in Massachusetts who was like a football player. And I'd be like, yeah, I have like a four pack. I gotta get a six pack, but I just like, uh. and, and there was this one girl 
who I used to talk to, and I remember she like would send me like pictures, and we would like sex, and this is on my niece, this is totally true. One time I was like, we should talk on the phone. Now I'm lying and saying I'm a guy, talking to a girl. Guess what? It was a guy lying and saying he was a girl. And I called him and then we both had the audacity to get annoyed at each other. How fucked up was that? I was like, you lied to me. He's like, you lied to me. And I was like, you still want this dick? You want this pussy? Yeah, let's go back on my name. I love that fucking guy. I love that motherfucker. That's who I should have been with, that goddamn guy. That's who, we were probably perfect for each other. Just in our parents' houses lying. I even used to have, I would like sometimes do sexting with with gay guys. I was just very curious about like innate desire. That's what I've, my, the thing I'm attracted to the most is when someone wants something. If they want something, I want to give it to that motherfucker. <laughs> That's what I like. <laughs> I like verbal. I, I'm much more verbal than visual. I like verbal. Yeah, porn. That's what I like. But, okay, this is about sex and history. So, so I'm watching this stuff before I've ever taken a sex ed class. And then in high school, sophomore year, I remember having to take a sex ed class. Now at this point, my brain is full of like, you know, I've probably spent like 80 hours watching porn and reading about porn and sexting at this point. So sex ed class to me was pretty boring. You know, she's like, you put a condom on, and I'm like, yeah, and you fucking come over their face and hit them with your dick. What? Nah, you know, what? You guys. And also, like, I had good home life, too. So this isn't, like, some, like, confessional that, I mean, I, I had, my parents had a bad divorce, and I was alone a lot, but it wasn't, like, I wasn't, like, learn, getting these lessons from, like, a uncle or something. This was all me. So then uh, I probably had an idea that I was gay, but I was totally in the closet in high school. I had a boyfriend. I remember I used to give tons of blowjobs. Tons, because I didn't want to have sex. I'm like, I don't want to get married to have sex, you know, and I'll get blowjobs. And, and, and I really tried to be good at that. Like, I remember reading about that, and even though I really didn't like it, I still wanted to be like, considerate about it. And I remember doing blowjobs and thinking, I'm gay, 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 I'm gay. But I still, because I know straight women that are like, I don't touch um, guys' balls. I'm like, what? I'm fucking gay as a motherfucker. And I used to do all about those balls. And, uh, you know, this one be considered a lover, you fucking loser. Have some respect. Like, work with what you're working with and fucking go to town. If there's nothing else you can do in life, you know. Like, and I truly, you know. All right, so <laughs> this is the balls that did it for you. I'm like, yeah, we're, we're, we're the balls. <laughs> so, so I had sex with this guy John. He was so nice, and I really didn't like it. <laughs> I, I hated it. I really hated it. I think we had sex once or twice, and I was re I had to get really drunk. I, I really did not like it. And then I went to college, came out of the closet. I, I kind of remember I had sex with this girl, Angela. I had a, girlfriends in college, girlfriends in college. My sex life was like pretty like, I'd say what I learned from college was very, it wasn't really getting ramped up into, it wasn't really matching the exploring I had done in the porn. It was pretty like, 
we go down to you, you go down to me, we maybe f- f- d- 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 fast forward to I'm about to graduate college. Okay. So then I start hitting the stride. Because I remember I was this one, per- the first person I was ever with it was like into slight rough stuff and she was really into anal. And I remember, like, I remember she, she wanted to get hit. And I was kind of like, what? what? And I, I couldn't quite process that. And I, I didn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it convincingly. And then I remember one time after we broke up, I was helping her move. And we got in an argument. And we were really arguing. And, we were, and she, she was really not. And I said, you know, I'm just going to go. And I went, I got to get out of here. And then she turned and I kind of pushed her away from me. It's not even hard. I pushed her. She went, oh, you pushed me. And I was like, you used to want me to punch you in the face. But I couldn't do that. So I remember I just didn't understand the hitting error. But that's when I started doing butt stuff. And I started feeling like, oh, okay, this could be like my signature move. Like butt stuff. Like, I'm into this. Like, this is something that can set me apart out here. Because I just moved to New York. So I'm like, all right, you know, i got to get ramping it up. So that's butt stuff comes into the mix, and then I started dating, I don't even know who, something, 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 and then I started dating strippers and sex workers, and then just the world of like sex toys and role playing and kink and all that stuff, and that's when the butt stuff was at its peak, because I would be, I, I would be fucking someone in the butt, that was my move, the butt and the clit, that was me, that was me, I peaked back then, my sex life is pretty boring now. I'm in a really happy, healthy relationship, yeah, thanks. <laughs> oh, but back in the day, I was, I remember being, doing, trying to do butt, uh, like pussy, and split, and all, I, and uh, I feel weird having a conversation when you say this, because my friend bites me. <laughs> I don't know, I thought I felt like I'm being rude. All right, bye. <laughs> I feel kind of shy, because these guys are anonymous, and I know you, so I feel kind of like a little, like, I'm, no, 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 no. So I, but so I was doing that, and then I remember as I was like doing all that stuff, like after the afterwards, I was, like, felt like I like run a marathon or something. I'm like, wow, I just coordinated like on both my hands and fucking smack, smack. And I would, I would, dirty, 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 like just into it. Was it started being every single person I was with role play wanted to do daddy daughter. I remember this one person was into daddy daughter anal. This one girl I was texting with, she goes, all I want for Christmas is for Santa to fuck me in my ass. I was like, marry me. Uh, Ho, ho, ho. Um, Just really dirty. So then, now this is where the education part takes in. So dirty, and people, everyone choke, 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 smack, 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 dirty. And I remember thinking how exhausting it was being with people that wanted to role play rape. Because I was like, you know... As the rapist, that's a really intense headspace for me to get into. Um, you know, and I'm a performer, so I would like really try to get into it. And I was like, that's just doing it like on a Tuesday. It's like a lot for me. I like, gotta reserve that for a weekend activity so I can get ramped up and like ramped out, you know? Oh, and then I remember one person who I was with, the first person I was with that was really into dirty talk, she, I hadn't done that before. She, she wanted to get tied up, and I'd never done that to anybody before. So I like I, I I ordered books on how to like tie somebody up, and I was living with my mom at the time. So these books all came to my mom's house, and she was like, "Oh, you're finally reading. <laughs> <laughs> you want to read the book club?" Or I'm like, "No." <laughs> but I rem- I re- put an ad on Craigslist trying to find someone, and I have been trying to write write about this, but 
I put an ad on Craigslist trying to find someone um, to practice dirty talking with me. I put an ad in Women for Women, and then the only person who responded was an older Indian man. And it, I know that because his his Gmail was like old, it was like older Indian man sixty nine at Gmail. And, I told my friend that, and he was like, dude, they outsource everything. <laughs> but me and this guy used to practice dirty talking. And it was actually really fun. Like, we would do it on our lunch breaks. And it went on for, like, a while. And it was really, really, it was, like, really therapeutic. And, like, he, we would do gender role-playing. Like, he would call me male pronouns sometimes. Like, I would always be referring to him as women pronouns. And then I'm really not into P stuff. I remember he wanted to play with P. I mean, I think I could be really into it if a girl was really... If, I would really be into anything if the girl was just like, I need this. In the moment, I'd be like, yeah, fucking donkeys and fucking <laughs> artichoke hearts. Whatever. <laughs> whatever it takes. <laughs> but so me and this guy used to always chat, chat. And then, okay, this is, again, I swear on my niece, this is totally true. So, the guy, he was like, we should meet in person. And I was like, oh, I don't know why we would like need to do that. <laughs> and then he goes, please, why don't we just meet up and get cheesecake? And I was like, cheesecake? Is that a euphemism for something? <laughs> cheesecake. And then I started thinking, this guy's kind of weird. <laughs> he wants to meet up and get cheesecake. But I hadn't told anybody about what I was up to, so I couldn't get feedback on the cheesecake. No one, no one would listen to me. I'd be like, hey, check this out. So I'm dating someone really into dirty talk, put an ad on Craigslist. That's not what I want feedback on. That's fine. <laughs> women for women, this little Indian guy responded, no, that's not the weird part. The weird part is he wants to get cheesecake. <laughs> Seems a little weird to me. And then my one friend goes, dude, what kind of cheesecake? <laughs> But so I'm in doing this, 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 and then where this all shit hit the fan, because I was like really feeling like good, like my confidence was really high. But then, then uh, I think I then I was with some people I didn't connect with as well sexually. But then also, it was like everyone was into that stuff, and then I went on a date with this really nice girl who was like a social worker. I used to call her social worker Sarah. And she, at the end of the day, I went to kiss her and I, she was driving and her hand was still on the clutch, thank you. And so I put my hand like around her wrist because I was always women like getting their wrist grab is like baseline fucking not even like I, to grab her wrist. And then I went into like kind of like, you know, because that's what I had been happening for years and years at this point of like me really asserting myself and then being like, oh, all right. I don't even give a fuck about it. It was just, that's what the woman was into. So I went to like, you know, I put my hand over her wrist. Okay, she was kind of like smile. And then I went to, when I went in to kiss her, I kind of was like holding my hand on her throat. And she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, how do I say to this person who I've just been on one date with that I'm so used to choking women that I went to go do that on the first date? So, I said, I don't know what I said, because we ended up making out. <laughs> and then that didn't work out at all. And then I remember, I was like, I have to learn to not be so rough, I have to not be so rough. And then I remember she, we, had, I, we had sex once where I was like, okay, great, I was really not rough, 
Like, we didn't even, like, say anything. Like, it was, like, kind of, like, boring. But I was kind of like, all right, like, all right. She's, I like her company. Like, she's funny. Like, all right. And then after we had sex, I swear to God, so now my sex life is really not, not that, so I'm not saying this in some way, like, bravado way at all. This is, this is, like, six years ago. So I remember after I was having sex, she, she was like, can you, she goes, after we've had sex and in my head, it's not rough. She goes, can you have sex that's not rough? And I went, I, I, thought we, I thought we just did that. She goes, you spit on me. <laughs> and I swear to God, I go, yeah, but not on your face. <laughs> so my sex ed has been really, really choppy. And I think a key part of it is um, taking myself away from the porn and then really removing sex from being the most important part of a relationship. Like for sure, because like the girlfriend that, that was like the, one of the most like emotionally fulfilling that I was with, we didn't really connect sexually. I, I ended up cheating on her with uh, exoses, probably a sex addict. I really regret that. But if I had to go back and be with either room again, I would have been with the emotionally fulfilling one, not the sex one, so. Does anybody have any questions about my sexual education? <laughs> No? All right, well, that was really... Oh, sorry. What kind of cheesecake? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I, never, I, had, I stopped corresponding with him when he was pushing the cheesecake, and then my friend asked me that great question a month later, and then I felt... I am very neurotic, but that was too neurotic even for me to be like, like, dot, 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 dot. What kind of... And then what if he had said something? I'd be like, oh, now I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, like, pumpkin, ah. Like, it all makes sense. But you guys are great. You got a great rest of your show. I'll bring your hosts back up here. Welcome back set up a podcast recording studio in my apartment and all this crazy ass video stuff so now i just gotta just gotta get to it and you get to something you made a goal to do during quarantine too drink some water i've been flossing my fucking teeth get out of here i've been flossing my teeth since the 80s and i was born in 85 so you do the math please follow me on instagram and youtube thank you 
and you can text me. Bye.